You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar that there is. Welcome back from a Masters-filled weekend. Hope that you watched uh, a fantastic tournament. Daniel, It was how good was it the first time that the vibrant green came across your screen? Uh, just th- all the feels were there. That lush all the green. feelings were there. We needed it. We needed the Masters more this year than we ever have before. Yeah. The timing couldn't have been more providential. No. I think in terms of the way that it related to Georgia football. My even man bringing up prophecy game, here. This is this, fantastic. I'm telling you. Um, we'll, we'll get to it in a second. But uh, uh, but the but the Masters and Georgia football, very related. I think there's oh. some takeaways for Georgia fans here from the Masters. So we might get to that in a second. Also, couldn't hold it together today. But don't act like your boy Abraham Answer wasn't right there in the mix. After three mm. rounds, I gave him to you as a long shot. You were feeling pretty good if you, you had him. Real good. He was he was right there in the mix. Uh, yeah. Able able get one. No, he will. He will. Uh, he is Daniel. I'm Clint. Welcome to Locked On Bulldogs on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, five days a week. Glad you were here. Uh, Daniel and I are not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination, but we what we do well is fandom, and we want your fandom to increase. That's why I made this podcast. It is for fans by fans. That's right. Um, real fans talking about real stuff. Sometimes you need a bucket. Sometimes we celebrate together. We laugh together. We cry together. It's mostly crying together because we no, are Georgia fans after all. Um, but that's what the podcast is all about. If you're looking for crystal balls, if you're looking for insider uh, jargon, if you're looking to be lured behind a paywall, we are not going to do any of those things, but we are going to bring you a podcast five days a week during football and basketball season. So we're glad that you're here. Um, uh, subscribe to the podcast if you're new. Uh, that way you get all the episodes downloaded straight to your phone and you wouldn't miss any of the content. If you like the show, Leave us a five-star rating and review. We greatly appreciate it. Um, uh, more and more of you do that for us every week, and we appreciate it a great deal. Helps other people find the show, um, uh, which is a great thing that you can do for us. And then, as always, we would love to interact with you, especially if you're a Georgia fan. Maybe there's some Mississippi State fans tuning into the pod. Hmm. No, I'm sorry. No, hmm. no, there's not. That doesn't seem right. Th- those don't exist. Um but if you're a Georgia fan, we would love to interact with If they did, Mike Leach you. has told you to find he's, another team. He is, he's excused you from being a fan of the program. <laughs> um, email us, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. We'd love um, uh, to hear from you. Thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, opinions, predictions, or suggestions. All of them are welcome. Um, or you can hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast, locked on Bulldogs at gmail.com, Twitter at Dogs Podcast. Give us a follow and message us on there. Um, uh, we are going to get to some, we don't have a game to recap no. because there was not a game. The most interesting sporting events involved, uh, Dustin Johnson this weekend. Um, we're going to get to some news and notes from around the NCAA. There are some things that, um, are either Worth just interest. interesting to us. Yeah. yeah, they're interesting to us. Or they maybe 
tangentially relate to the University of Georgia. Um, so we will get to those things. But first, Clint, I, I teased it a little bit earlier mm-hmm. and I want to deliver now. I believe that there are takeaways from this Masters that we can that we can apply to our UGA. And I'm not talking about like as us which, as fans or the actual program itself can I'm saying from. for us as fans. I'm okay, not gotcha. I'm not and I'm not talking about like which player on Georgia's team is like Dustin Johnson and which player is, you know, whatever. Uh, I I'm talking more like this. Um watching the Masters this year, a year um where things were different. And maybe you like the Masters and maybe you don't. That's fine. It's not nah. really what we're here to talk about. It's not a Masters podcast. But the thing about the Masters is it comes around once a year for four mm-hmm. days. It's incredibly steeped in tradition. And it's just perfect for those four days every single year. And then it's gone. Like a vapor in the wind. It's gone for another 365 days. This year, we thought the Masters might get taken away from us. And and there was no weekend where you were more reminded of how much you should appreciate the sports that you have, the things that you have an opportunity to watch, than than this weekend watching the Masters. Because, again, it comes around four days a year, and this year we almost didn't get it at all. Now, was it a perfect field? No, of course it wasn't a perfect field. Uh, did some people have to withdraw? Yes, some people had to withdraw. Did, were there fans? Were there roars? Was there was there all the drama that there normally is? No, there wasn't all the drama that there normally is. Did Tiger make a 10 on number 12 today? Yes, Tiger mm. Woods made a 10 on hole number 12 today. But but Clint, it was still the Masters. And if you sat around sulking the whole time that there were no fans on the on the, uh, on the ropes, that there were no roars, then then you just wasted four of the best sports days of the year. Agree or disagree? Uh, I don't know what you're doing in life, Daniel. Yeah, you're you're making a horrible mistake. Yes. So let me let me let me say this to jo- you, Georgia fans, and let me say this to you, Daniel and Clint. Mm-hmm. Is this season going great for the University of Georgia? No, can't say it's that. not. Did we lose to Florida? Yes, we did lose to Florida. Guess what? Florida okay. has beaten us once in the last four years. Y'all realize that? Like, did you forget what happened the previous? They have years? beaten us four times in the last ten years. Okay. Clint, six and four in the last ten. One and three in the last four. Clint, is everything going great for Georgia this year? No, it's not. Are we going to have an opportunity to, to achieve all of our goals and our hopes for the season? No, we're not. But you get ten mm-hmm. games, mm-hmm. Clint. That's what you get. One of them got canceled this weekend. We hope it's going to get to get rescheduled, but... We don't know. We don't know what's going to end up happening with the rest of these games. You get 10 games, and you're lucky to get those 10. All right? Georgia fans, be as disappointed as you want with the Florida game. But but there's a Georgia game this weekend playing against Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. 
And it's time to appreciate that we are going to get to watch the red and black run out one more time and play another game. Uh, that's my little public service announcement at the beginning of the show. Mm. That's that's. I feel like this weekend was very. It was therapeutic for me. Yeah, Clint. gosh, it really was. Really Daniel, was. This really was the needed bye week that I didn't realize I needed until it happened. So, uh, absolutely. Good golly, yes, it was. Uh, and what I was doing this whole entire time was I was chilling this weekend, Daniel. You just uh, was, kick back and chill. That's all I was doing. Now what it's a little else different. What was there to do? Oh, there was nothing else. Just masters on in the background. The kids looked to me at one point and uh, and asked me, uh, "Dad, you're not yelling as much today." And mm, I said, "No need to yeah, yell, son. No need to yell. We're just out for a stroll." Back nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kick back, I relax. And what we do when we kick back and relax and we need some time to chill is we reach for Coors Light. Coors Light is the beer that is literally made to chill. It is born out of the Rockies right off of the top of that Yeti singing snow-capped mountain. Mm, the Yeti uh, sing. The That's Yeti sing. Wow, well, I don't do. know if you've been there. I've seen them sing, They'll, Daniel. Mm, oh, wow. Um, Hello. It's quite a sight. It's uh, quite a sight to behold. Mm-hmm. Quite a sight to behold. When you want to hit back and hit the reset, reach for the beer that is made to chill. Coors Light is in the new look delivery straight to your door. If you go to get.coorslight.com, that is get.coorslight.com, you can have Coors Light brought straight to your door as you're sitting back chilling. So if you have need to hit a reset from all the craziness in life, go ahead and go to get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Clint, we are going to get to a Mississippi State look ahead. We're going to we're going to break down our thoughts and opinions on Mississippi State. We're going to talk about what we're excited about, nervous about, what you should not sleep on for the Mississippi State game. We're back on a regularly regularly scheduled week mm-hmm. beginning mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um, uh, but for the rest of the episode today, let's just take a let's take a let's take that back nine stroll at Augusta, mm-hmm. and let's just saunter around the NCAA. Maybe. Okay. Our listeners were, were watching the Masters. Maybe they were getting some yard work done. Maybe the trip to Crate and Barrel called, and they had to uh, go go Those back to outlets, the outlets. Man. Back Got some returns to, to make, exchanges <laughs> to be done. Got some returns. You realize you overspent. You're not going to be able to pay the credit card, so you got to take some of that back. And so let's fill the people in in case they missed some ins and outs of college football this weekend. Where do you want to start strolling around the country? Uh, I want to start first by the game that didn't happen and the national treasure that we need to protect. If ever there was a person mm-hmm. that I want a ventilator for and all the vaccine you could possibly get, some someone contact Herm Edwards at his house and make sure yes, he good. Like, like we no Herm, we ain't playing this game where you're not coaching. No, no. like get get healthy right now. Okay, right now. Um, I hey, listen. Will will yourself healthy? Will the virus out of your body? Herman, act like Herman Edwards ain't gonna do it. No, no. By I the way, that, I think that man, man been dead before, and he just said nope. He not said me. not not today, not today. Look, you and I were talking pre-production in the Michael W. Smith uh, Memorial pre-production meeting. That's right. Um, we were talking about. If the New York Jets have ever hired, made a good coaching hire. And now here we are talking about Herman Edwards. Shame on you, Clint. Shame, Shame on, on us. Shame on me. That's, all, that's on me. Shame on us. On me. Herm Edwards, a legend. Get, get, um, get well. Let's start, let's start with some teams that, uh, 
Ooh, the season ain't going how you hoped, bro. They bad? Like, let's, like hey, listen, I know, I, when, look, you're, when your team Georgia is bad, fans, when okay. your team's bad, sometimes you got to look around and you're the youngest kid, so you got to kick the dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's got to be somebody that you that you have a little power over. So, uh, by the way, I'm going to start a little clock uh, in the corner every time that that therapy session is in. I'm just going to hit that clock like it's like it's a running clock, Daniel, for you. I'm gonna this, I'm gonna hit I'm gonna bill you for those hours. Do you do you bill hourly? Because I bill hourly. I can't afford it. You're not okay. giving me anything productive. Yeah, that's, so that's not, true. Shame that's on you for writing the check. Still, <laughs> yeah. um, Michigan. How you doing? Welcome to the pod, uh, Jim Harbaugh. Was, how many hours? How many hours is he the coach at Michigan? How many hours does he have left? Uh, is it uh, in the double digits? Uh, easily. In, I mean, this he's, he's finishing up. He's. I, I'm telling you, I don't know how many um, years he has left on his contract, uh, Daniel. But I'm telling you right now, I think there's got, a good chance he finishes it out. He runs through got, 2021. A buyout is $10 million. They got money up there. I, I, I know think Michigan money, ain't got no money. Come on uh, now. Well, I know they got money. But just in, if you guys have been watching college football for a little bit, you knew that Jim Harbaugh was fired two years ago. They've just been trying to figure out what time is best to fire him. Well, let me tell Correct. you. Let me tell you this. It's now. Like, like it's can now. Can we can we talk about Wisconsin went absolutely went into the big house and waxed Michigan. Just put Clubbed it on them, them over the back of the head. Can we talk about that? Was not the biggest atrocity that I saw in that game, though. Michigan's play on the field. Can we talk about Jim Harbaugh's mask microphone situation for a second? What's what going is, on? We thought that Jeremy Pruitt and the <laughs> ET rap, the we thought that Jeremy Pruitt's little situation that he had coming up around the neck was was uh, egregious. You cannot if you if you didn't see this, you should Google a picture of no, Jim it's Harbaugh. It's fantastic because it's all over the internet. He's wearing a. Uh, a college football style headset with the uh-huh. the big, it's like a, a like a semi truck driver headset with the big microphone coming around the side, and he's got the mask right over the top of that, so he looks like he has like a deformed growth uh, on his face under the mask. It's the weirdest looking thing that I've ever seen. Uh, I don't think you need to talk to your offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator that much. They're clearly not doing anything for you. No one's listening to you anyway. Have you checked the connection? Actually, yeah, it ain't. they didn't actually, plug it in. They don't plug. No. They don't plug Jim's in. It's no, <laughs> Jim's Jim's playing with a play headset. Um, however, uh, sticking with that part of the country, Indiana, Daniel, what is happening in a world in which Indiana looks like a for real team? That like, dude, let's be careful. It's, okay, I said looks like. I didn't say is a for real team. I said looks like. Still the Big Ten, but I, I understand. Indiana, look, Indiana's here to play. Then, like they're not. They, like, Indiana. It's a shame that Indiana finds themselves in the same division as Ohio State. It's a big shame. Um, because. That's going to make for a difficult situation, but but they went ahead and shut out Michigan State, which means like don't look now, but but this Saturday, uh-huh. this is the big game. This now is they the have game. to travel to Columbus. If this game, if this game was in Bloomington, 
Clint. Mm-hmm. And I gave you Indiana plus eight. Would Ooh. you take it? No. No. Not plus what? eight. No, you can't take it. No, you can't take it. Uh, Indiana looks to be a team on the rise. Um very, very interesting how things are topsy turny. Uh, but I'll tell you two teams. Well, one team that again looks legit that I guarantee you, I'm going to tell you, they are going to let you down. I don't know why you haven't learned your lesson, but shame on you. Fool me once. Fool me 600 times, BCS and college football playoff. Uh, Notre Dame looked impressive. Ian Book looked good. But I'm telling you what, if you all don't think Notre Dame going to get bounced in the first game, of college football playoff, if they make it past Clemson, which they, they, they ain't going to make it past Clemson, they might still make the playoff as the right. four seed. Um, but no, they will lose in the opening game. You lost me at Notre Dame was going to let me down because that's not going to let me down. That's going to that's going to bring me joy. That's going to bring me joy, and it's going to be right in line with my expectations. So I know everybody is all on Notre Dame. Look, y'all. Calm down. They still have to get through North Carolina. Uh, okay. I, stop. Hal can throw it. You stop right now. So, You've been throwing shade at him all year long. That dude can well, slay. Okay. Let's, uh, secondly, well, you're check, not going to back Clemson. with me. Check back with me in a, when we get to Thursday's Locks episode. We'll talk oh, about the North Carolina oh, no. Notre Dame game. Um, but let me tell you somebody who uh, we're going to get to coaches here in the second half or in the last segment. Uh, but let me tell you who's for real, for real. And if you all don't think Cincinnati is going to upset somebody's season, you're you're dead wrong. I want Cincinnati. So badly for Cincinnati to make the college football. I'm t- I've never, I've there never is a wanted good chance of that happening. I've never wanted any non-Georgia college mm-hmm. football related thing more than I want Cincinnati to make the college football playoff. Look, That's not true. I wanted Florida to lose those national championship games. So look, but look, East Carolina, UCF, Temple, Tulsa. They're going undefeated, Daniel. They're going to go undefeated. They but sit at seventh Dame, rank. If Notre Dame is undefeated and they lose uh-huh. a close game to Clemson, yeah, they will put Notre Dame in as the fourth seed instead of an undefeated Cincinnati team. Um, but gosh, wouldn't that be just fantastic? Like it, it would absolutely be fantastic. Luke Fickle. Can have any job he wants. Any job. Just name the opening you want and go get it, son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's, all, it's all yours. Uh, let's get to some coaches um, who are making news, some for the right reasons, some for Others? the very wrong reasons. Ooh. But before we do that, Clint, we would be remiss, would we not, if we didn't talk about the tastiest protein bar that ever existed. It is, of course... Uh, brought to you by the fine folks over at Bill Bar. Uh, it's a it's a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. There's a million delicious flavors. We have tried them all, and they are all fantastic. Maybe you prefer something like coconut or orange. Maybe you prefer something like chocolate or caramel. Whatever your uh, palate is craving that particular day, Bill Bar has a protein bar for you. It's high in fiber. It's high in proteins, low in sugar. 
It's keto approved. It works for your diet. It works as a meal replacement. It works as a supplement taken after a trip to the gym. Go to BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code Locked On, and you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're going to get 20% off your order, and maybe, maybe. Just ask them. Something a little bit more. Maybe you're going to get something him? a little bit more. Go to BuiltBar.com, enter the promo code Locked On, and get the tastiest protein bar that exists today. All right, Daniel. We're going to finish out this Monday episode talking about a couple coaches. Uh, let's start first with Lane Kiffin. Um, boy. Lane, Lane Kiffin made his share of news this year. Like Lane Did Kiffin's been ever. around the circuit. He, he is. is. He is grabbing babies off tarmacs and He's. hoisting them up, <laughs> uh, stealing them. Quite honestly, we don't. We don't know where that. Ch- I can't confirm or deny. No where one that is saying is right that Lane I can't Kiffin's tell you. stealing the babies. All we're saying is we don't know. I we don't, don't know. know that he's not. I don't know. Um, Lane Kiffin is making a name for himself on being Lane Kiffin continually and running up scores, trying to get a cover, which he did. Look, uh, he, Lane Kiffin is out there. If you don't think Lane Kiffin does like doesn't know the number and isn't trying to shoot for the number, no. then you are you're crazy because he's literally said before <laughs> that's exactly what he's out there trying to do. No, okay, no, not veiled. Like no. Explicitly, well, Lane said, I want you to bet on my team, so I'm going to try as hard as I can to make you money yes. when you bet on my team. That's right. Uh, uh, Lane Kiffin had another good showing, is showing himself to be uh, somebody who's excitable on offense. And Matt Corral, just real quick, uh, do you know who leads the SEC in passing yards? Uh, it's probably Matt Corral. That's correct, which is kind I of I thought insane. it was going to be Heisman Trophy winner Kyle Trask. I We made an agreement. <laughs> we did, did we and I just I went right back on it. How about right. Lane Kiffin, Mike Leach? Those two coaches, side by side, compared by a lot of people this offseason. A lot of people, including, I'm not here mm-hmm. to point fingers, Clint, mm-hmm. but including the guy who is on the other end of the phone call from me, Whoever that might be, I, I feel like pretty high on the Mike Leach hire over at I Mississippi State. It really was, and um, boy, one of those coaches seems to be availing Settling. himself well in his yeah. first year, and the other seems to be struggling. More on that tomorrow. We'll get um, there. Lane Kiffin. I don't know if he will ever hire a defensive coordinator. <laughs> is he does he know it's allowed like does uh, he know he can pay someone money to coach think, the defense i think he heard the targeting rules are being implemented and he just didn't want to risk 15 yard penalties any longer and removing players so he just said ah, let's forget it let's just he that defense is uh not among the worst it is the worst defense in the ncaa but the offense is very fun to watch if he ever gets any semblance of defense over there Good. lane out. kiffin will be doing something let's let's talk about another shame on me on the Locks episode on Thursday, mm-hmm. I came out here and told you that Liberty was going to have themselves a letdown, Clint. What, I said, letdown See, city. what had happened? What had, had happened? At the end of the first quarter, the score was 7 to nothing, Liberty. And, and I was feeling, feeling great. Mm-hmm. Feeling great. Liberty scored 
45 more points than that in the last three quarters. So Just working a lather up in the first quarter, just going for a little jog. That was a lot. Uh, Hugh Freeze, you're going to talk about somebody that can have any job he wants. Hugh Freeze is working his way to an SEC head coaching job? Uh, Look, alimony is expensive. (laughs) You are not wrong about that um boy t's and p's to the program that hires you freeze i still believe dan mullen takes the job with the new york jets if yep. that happens uh hugh freeze come on down hugh freeze will be your next head coach at the university of florida and there will have never been a better match ever made and you thought that Mrs. Mullen was going to be the worst predator of on the coaching staff. Hold, nope. Hold the phone. No, um, his name's his name's Hugh. Yeah. Uh, or Hugh might be looking a little north of Gainesville and uh-huh. looking at the old seat the, that Will Muschamp oh, has openings? just vacated. Are oh, there there's, there's already an opening. Will Muschamp unceremoniously relieved of his duties. They said no need to come to work any other they, day here. At they, the University they, of give South them the old, they give them the old Lane Kiffin treatment. They fire they, him right on the tarmac there. Or what? Uh, right on what the happened? Uh, right on the right on the Greyhound bus station. I think when they you, dropped him you, off right he there. He was playing a game against Lane Kiffin. Ironic that Lane Kiffin is now getting people fired on the tarmac, yeah, rather right. than being the guy that is fired on the tarmac. That's right. um, okay, let's play a little game, Clint. Okay, here we go. Most likely. School. I'm going to give you three categories, and we're going to play okay. most likely school that Will Muschamp ends up as. Okay. okay. I like Category that. one is going to be as a head coach. Okay. Category two is going to be as a defensive coordinator. And category three is going to be as a defensive analyst. Most we're about likely. Year. We're talking about potentially by the end of this year in the case of defensive analyst. Correct. But. Most likely school that if he takes this job, those are the three jobs that are available to him. He's not, he doesn't have any skills. (laughs) He doesn't, he's not marketable in any way, shape or form. So he has three jobs available to him. He cannot be a math tutor. Okay. Okay. He's not, he's not eligible for other positions. So if he takes those three jobs, where's the most likely school that he ends up? Let's start with head coach, Clint. Where's the most likely school? I want you to be specific. Okay. Where's the most likely school that Will Muschamp ends up being the head coach next season? Uh, didn't the the Southern Miss coach just quit midseason to take another job somewhere they've else? Had, they've had two coaches quit this yeah. season at Southern Miss. So that sounds about right. A team desperate for any coach with a heartbeat to take the position. That so. is a very, very strong answer, Clint. Southern Miss is a strong contender. I am going to go with the aforementioned Liberty. Mm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Act like Will Muschamp won't just ride into town <laughs> at Liberty and take right over for Hugh Freeze. Most likely landing spot. I have a good one for this one. Okay. I honestly believe, like, I can't see it not happening now that I've thought of it. <laughs> Most likely landing spot for Will Muschamp as a defensive coordinator. By the way, really quick, uh, side note. If y'all call him for Dan Lanning's job, like... We, Stop. 
We're gonna have worse. We done. We done here. Okay. 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 We're gonna we're gonna officially give you the Mike Leach treatment. More okay. on that tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, th- this is gonna sound crazy, Daniel. I, how come Texas? Makes so much sense for me. No. For Will You're close. Um, You're close. It uh, is a Big 12 school, and it is in the state of Texas. Act like Will Muschamp won't be the defensive coordinator at Texas Tech, Clint. Will Muschamp, back to the state of Texas, back mm-hmm. to the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Will Muschamp will be the defensive coordinator at Texas Tech next season. That's the most likely scenario. Most likely scenario that Will for a place that Will Muschamp gets hired as a defensive analyst, Clint, there's only one answer here. It is the University of Georgia. That's exactly the right. The hometown Bulldogs. Kirby Smart has already put in a phone call. It's already there. You all thought Mike Bobo was coming in. No, no, no. No, no. Get Come on in, brother. Watch some film. Dissect Mike some Bobo things. about to be available as well because <laughs> he Offensive coordinators don't survive coaching transitions. You no. understand what we're saying? So no. South Carolina had nothing but Georgia, former Georgia players and coaches on that roster. So there'll be a lot of opportunities for people to come and take jobs in Athens. T's and P's to the Muschamp family. Um, hopefully they've saved up enough to give the kids a good Christmas this year, well. I think. Buyout was ten million, so we good. I think we we, we gonna good. do fine. Okay. Uh, hey, join us tomorrow where we do a look ahead to the game that is this Saturday. Uh, all things considered, we hope that it gets played, and it looks like it will be. So we get the lowercase bulldogs of Mississippi State. We'll do a look ahead. Join us back for that as Daniel and I look ahead. Uh, this has been Locked On Bulldogs, your team every day. See you.